Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me again today. My guest is Sandra Elowani. Sandra is an accomplished actress in two countries and two languages. She's worked in Mexico City on novellas. She's worked in Hollywood on several soaps and TV shows and guest starred. And very, you know what? Just check her out on IMDb. Her last name is spelled E L O A N I. But today, Sandra and I are here to talk about facial augmentation treatments, uh, nip tucks, facelifts, fillers, Botox, getting work done, tucking it up, getting the Tucker Carlson, uh, doing a Meryl Streep on the face, whatever you want to call it. Sandra is a, a connoisseur of this world and she's also a participant and she's advised many on how to traverse through this world of feeling better about yourself and the psychology behind what leads people to get this type of surgery. Check it out. I'm here with Sandra Elawani because you cannot say it. <laughs> I can say it. I can say it. Sandra Elawani. There you go. <laughs> so anyway, so uh yeah, thanks for joining me today um on the podcast and how this came about is was you were, we were working together and you were you started just running down the whole scenario on fillers fillers botox, botox. machines was the, the other thing machines the ultra sonic stuff for your face and they use also ipls and it's just there's so many things out there it's crazy first of all let's let people know that you're like you're an accomplished actor Yes, I have. It's, it's been, I was able to work with, um, I have the privilege to work with uh, Jerry Stiller many years ago before oh. he passed away. And also Rashida Jones, when we had, you know, pilots, I've shot a few pilots and I've done a few things and I've also worked in Mexico City. That's actually where I started. Oh. My soap operas and, you know, 10 novellas. And... I, really? You did this? <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Dude, you have, no. Why did I say it? No, why did I say it? Please no, never mind. Oh don't. man, that's I love those novellas. They're so okay. Why are they so dramatic? Because they're, they're supposed to be like novels, you know, like those romantic novels. That's actually what it's based off of. If you ever, if you're into romantic novels, you're gonna see that it says like he takes her, you know, by the hair and smothers her with his beautiful, you know, green eyes and all that stuff. So it's like oh, they yeah. try to replicate that extra stuff on on the screen and that's what it is like in so it's the embodiment of mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. a trashy novel yeah that's kind of what it is that's why it's so dramatic and the slaps are so dramatic and and they hit you know. <laughs> you know yes. why did you betray me with my sister and it's <laughs> yeah, like exactly. oh please yeah that's it's that's the whole point is to elevate drama 100 mm. and people just get distracted by that when you watch housewives yeah it's a little extra Right. But those so, novellas is like, that's like the next level. Mm -hmm. It's like Housewives on steroids. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> oh, is. You, exactly. Oh, wait, you mean Housewives, the, you mean the reality show? or the Yeah, the, the reality shows. If you watch oh, the reality yeah, shows, right. how they're like really loud and sometimes like, oh, my God, did you find out that she did drugs? And I'm going, oh, my God, they're talking about drugs, like relax. But they right. want to make it extra, you know, so it's right. like it's it's the same situation they just elevate it a little bit to get rid of believe it or not <laughs> growing up in mexico city was is it's a big deal there was like these little tiny uh black and white comic books 
and mm. it was romantic and they were funny and they were dirty for adults and like the women were like also like I don't know they've almost looked like Batman and Robin sort of comic books uh, but right, it was for right. adults and it was humor and I used to watch it and I'm like I don't understand it all I just saw was you know girls that are voluptuous and they're making jokes but I never understood it but that's sort of the idea but they took it into the Spanish mm. soaps yeah well I get it when you said that they're taking a trashy novel and uh, mm -hmm. sorry romantic novel Rom romantic romantica and, you know, yeah Ro some of my best friends are still leads in those big novellas one mm. of them is uh, Karima Lozano she just called me she's doing a, a soap over there in Mexico City and it's always about like the rich rancher you know mm. I like falls in love with the poor you know <laughs> the poor you know, a woman that's like living in a village over there and she's gorgeous and she brings the and sells her fruit <laughs> right right do you remember any of the lines from um one no you no, know what not to put yes. you on the spot oh. Oh, no, yes, I did. Oh, a, it's a very famous <laughs> one. It's called Abujetas de Color de Rosa. This was called Pink Shoelaces. It was a teeny bopper soap opera. It last, It was one of the longest lasting soap operas in Mexico because in Mexico, mm -hmm. they only last six months. Ours uh -huh. lasted a year. I actually was racks to riches. I was this poor girl, servant, and mm -hmm. my best friend, you know, had money and I worked for a person. I wanted to be successful and I ended up dating my friend's boyfriend. And I go and apologize to my friend. And I'm like, uh, in Spanish, I said, cuando alguien te gusta, pues, you know, that was the funniest one because it's like, you know, when, when you like someone, well, you can't help yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, am I really saying these lines? But that was <laughs> my only Spanish soap because I just, it just wasn't for me. Is it hard to acting those things? It is easier than it is here in uh, the U.S., And one reason is because here in the U.S., I was uh, had the privilege of shooting. Remember the TV show, uh, The O.C.? Mm -hmm. I actually was on an episode as a guest star and we shot a an episode in a week. Mm. You know, that's kind of standard, I guess. Yeah. So in Mexico City, we would shoot five in a day. A day? Yeah. Five exactly. shows in a day? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So the reason that they do this is it's fast sweet and easy that's how they call it it's mm. called cheap sweet and easy that's the way they they call it that's the in espanol in espanol would be uh este barato bonito y rápido so the mm. reason for this is we don't memorize our lines no is you have the air prompter y yes there is a gentleman uh for the most part in a little cabin he has a script you kind of get your script ahead of time you read it you oh, okay great then in a the little cabin there's uh, a man whoever that is and he's reading your lines and everybody gets mm. a little beat in their ear they put us like a sticker they color it yeah put pain skin just, tone yeah exactly and then and you would hear everybody's line so you need to know which one's yours so for example if it was paula me and you know and juan it would be paula uh, say that you love them and that you're never going to leave them and then sandra you are Uh, the horrible human being, you know, they'll say everybody's line. So you need to know which one's wow. yours and grab your line, grab your line, and that's it. And when it comes down to crying, they would cut, come in with a Q-tip, rub vapor up and rub it underneath your um, your waterline right here. And then yeah. action. And everybody would be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. 
So That's it's actually, <laughs> it's actually yeah. genius. Actually, no, it, it it is, but because of the way they shoot. Now, mm. back in the day, a lot of people don't know FX. So they went to Mexico City. They hired mm. a lot of American actors. They flew them into Mexico City because mm-hmm. what they wanted to do, they wanted to adapt the system because you could save a lot of money. So mm. I was actually able to do two American soaps. One was called Crystal Empire, and the other one was called Forever. When they took um, American actors to Mexico, they did not know how to use the the ear prompter. The, the ear prompter. Mm. So it actually took longer and it cost more money, but yeah. it didn't work out. No. Mm. Well, I mean, by now, can't you just memorize the lines? Because so many people have seen them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, here you do. Uh, in, in, in the US, they have longer time, obviously bigger budgets in Mexico City, smaller budgets. So they need to do faster, you know, faster right. versions of it. And they still do the, te- the, the ear prompter in Mexico because it's just uh-huh. it's just cheaper for them, you know. And this is yeah. one of the reasons that I just couldn't do it. Then they shot a TV show called Conan back in the day. If you ever known the Channel 13 UPN. Yeah. those out there that are not mm-hmm. 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they shot Conan in Mexico City and I was able to work on that show. And nice. that was all memorized, you know, all memorization. So it was so cool because finally it was memorizing my lines. That was new to me. Oh, wow. So that must have been hard. <laughs> Very hard. Like, oh, I got to memorize? Yeah. I was shocked of how difficult it was. It was a totally different, you know, oh, yeah. a way of, of doing things and taking your time and making mm. choices, knowing your timing, when to come in, no one was queuing you, you know? So I, I, I love that so much that I decided to not do any more Spanish soaps. Which, whereas Marlon Brando went the opposite way, where he started off learning his lines. And then as he got older, he was like, eh, I just want an ear prompter. Exactly. We call it the ear bead. Mm. Apuntador. It's like a, a pointer. We call it the ear pointer. Mm. And I just, no, it's, it's, it wasn't for me. I kind of wish I had that kind of technology, like when I go to parties and stuff and I forget people's names. <laughs> you know, somebody's like, oh, gosh, you know, they do that. Come on. You know that like the elite that are mingling amongst governors, they probably do right. that. Because you're like, how do you keep track? That's the head of DuPont, you know, you know, and, and then you're like, hey, Harry, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, the- uh-huh. But I feel like our brains are getting atrophy because I remember as a kid, I used to know so many phone numbers by heart. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would have to say at least 50 in my head. Now, if I have one, I barely remember my own. Like yeah. I just have my phone number and that's it. And my sister's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, exactly. Just no one has to keep, keep the information in the head anywhere. Mm-hmm. So learning mm-hmm. is now the, a skill. Yeah, it's a different generation. Obviously, we are all going to have a different, you know, way of seeing life. But I think overall, like changing a tire, boiling an egg. Oh, yeah. No, little. Well, that's an app now. Grubhub. (laughs) (laughs) You're horrible. It's like, yeah, there's Uber, Grubhub. (laughs) Yeah, boil no egg. Or you just YouTube it, you know, YouTube. You look Uh at the YouTube video. Yeah, and and then you get it. But, you know, camping with my brother and like, this is how you start a fire. And this is what mm. you do. It's just, it's, I think. Actually, I need, I need to learn it. that, actually. It's actually pretty fun. Start, start a fire. <laughs> so, 
I do. I do need to start. Uh, you just said it. We know if we see a fire somewhere in Santa Monica, we'll know. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean survival. Like if I was, if there was like an apocalyptic thing, and I, I don't know, without matches or a lighter, I don't know how to start a fire. Really? Oh. Well, with a magnifying glass. If there's no sun. Oh well, then I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm just really hungry. Starve. Oh my gosh. I have, I have a question for you though. So yes, love. started off talking about uh the whole Botox thing and mm-hmm. you did you did this novella in Mexico City. Yes. And uh I love those the dr- dramaticness of it anyway. But anyway, <laughs> every and every guy is like in love with those women. So I heard, yes. <laughs> it's yes, like, I heard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's people with emotion. <laughs> Yeah, you I get know, it. Like 100%. That. That's when they go, oh, you did a Latina. And they're like, fiery. I'm like, no, no. no. Like, you want to certify with me. And I just sort of go, what is it? What do you want? No, don't just yeah. leave me alone. Like, I'm not going to argue right now. <laughs> you, you, need, you need the air prompter. Like, yell at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I'm used to it. I can't react to anything other than that. Otherwise, I have no emotion. <laughs> Say you love him. I know. Otherwise, I won't say it. <laughs> I was gonna say all those women are very, you know, there's, there's good looking. They try to have to keep up a certain look. Do, do people get a lot? Is there a lot of, um, what would you say, facial lifts or Botox or facial augmentation? What is the I mean, proper yeah, term? Yeah, it's it's just you know getting work done. Whatever getting work it is. done. It's just getting work done. You know, uh, mm. vanity sort of upkeep. But oh, in Mexico City is huge. But I have discovered that in Mexico City, things are a little different. They're huge in a different format. Um, for mm. example, here in, in you know, the U.S., I've noticed that a lot of people follow specific celebrities like the Kardashians, where they think they're great and they're lovely and they're women and they're hustlers and entrepreneurs. I have nothing negative to say about women that want to start and continue to work and become a business, you know. Mm. But as, as in here in the U.S., they get so obsessed with a specific person that they want to look like, you know, certain celebrities. Oh, I or, got you. And sometimes what the sad part that I even speak to my niece about is like, I understand you want to look a certain way, but mm. you also have to be, re, you know, be realistic. If you don't have the money, like certain celebrities to put the stuff in and to take it out, if you don't like it, then you're in a bad situation. You know, right. BBLs are a big, uh, a big deal here. BBLs are like the, augmented you know butt lift because if you want to be curvier and all that stuff like there's so many doctors and there's so many people but at the end of the day do you have the money to put in it and if you don't like it do you have the money to remove it go back you don't then there's a problem so we do have to sit reality like we have to be more realistic in mexico um it's not so trendy as like, Oh, look like this or like that. It's more about how do we upkeep a, a more youthful appearance? Mm -hmm. Yes. You will encounter people that have bigger lips and bigger cheeks and they look a little funny or in their twenties doing stuff that they're not supposed to. And you go, Oh, you're 20 because they go to the wrong doctor or they want to look like somebody else. I think that's where you fall into a bad, um, a bad place with uh, getting, you know, work done Mm. because where do you, you have to have limits and you need to know your doctors. So I personally, <clears throat> all my life, it's to me was always like, since I was 14, I'm like, I want to find the fountain of youth. I was always obsessed with like, how do you live forever? And how do you feel great? Not only just look great, but how do you feel great? Yeah. And 
and this is this is before social media because i think 100%. now so, so social media pressures people to feel like that now but exactly uh, well because you were talking about your niece and you're saying that the, yeah. she wants to look like this and you know, and i feel like mm -hmm. now everybody insta all these social media apps and things are sort of pushing a, a, a certain look or a certain image for people yes. to try to maintain. And it doesn't sometimes match your, your body type. Mm -hmm. And it's also kind of glamorizing one version of mm -hmm. beauty over another. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of rough. But anyway, you were saying, but I'm mm -hmm. interested in what you were saying. You said when you were 14, you wanted to find the fountain of youth. Yeah. Anyway. And since I was 14, you know, I would see my grandmother. I was like, oh, she's getting older. You know, a lot of us struggle with that, you know, having people that we love and adore and seeing mm -hmm. them get older. And that's what I did. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to get older. I don't want to have my back hurt or my knees hurt or this or that. Mm -hmm. So all my life, I was always read and was very careful. Um, so when everything was, you know, accessible to me regarding the internet, I would search and search and search. And I'm like, there has to be a way, there has to be a way. So um, yes, there's Botox, there's fillers, there's things, but in Mexico city of learning friends that would look phenomenal. I'm like, what do you do? Oh, I got this. I got that. It was never so much fillers um, because you can tell. So fillers, if you get any fillers, there's different brands of fillers, different types of fillers. What I mean by this to anyone watching men, women, they all use it. There's thick fillers. There's, you know, fillers are a little less thicker. What, what, is, what sorry just for the layman mm -hmm. what does fillers do exactly so fillers face? give you volume mm. fillers give you volume in areas that you've lost so if you have a filler in your lips and you want bigger lips you can get oh, different types of fillers so if you're going to ever go to an esthetician or a nurse to do this make sure that you know the type of filler some oh. fillers will give you that thickness or some white just like for example me I have a scar. A lot of people don't know it. Um, when I was a kid, I have a lot of scars, one right, one underneath my chin, right mm -hmm. here, and one uh, on my left side of the lip. So I, I damaged part of the muscle. And it tends to curve up, and I hate that. As a woman, I want to put my lipstick on and make it look great. What I do is I go and I get on the left side, I get filled in, so it looks even. It looks doesn't look crooked. But the filler that I get is Bobella. Bobella is a type of filler that is very soft and it's not so much for volume it's for shaping and reshaping mm. um so when you go to someone that knows what they're doing they will tell you the differences of that and you also have to do your homework and not depend on the esthetician to do this 24 7 for you and for everyone out there i see it all the time it breaks my heart when i see it in videos on everything you have to ask questions and tell her this is what i want because mm. for the most part, they go, oh, no, I want this. I, like, you're not my face. Right. Oh, we should do this for you. I'm like, no, I do not want bigger cheeks because you like bigger cheeks. Or you right. want, go and give them the details that you want fixed. If they do not fix those details and they want to sell you something else, say thank you and walk away. Mm. So, so is that the first time you decided to get anything was because you're uh, my scar scar yes oh. um this is uh, here yeah. or in mexico City? no here here in the u.s okay. okay and the truth is it's a lot of money you know it's like 600 700 for a syringe wow yeah each and treatment each treatment yes wow. and for some, if you exercise a lot, that's another thing for uh, my men and, and my women here. Those that are very athletic, 
it won't last long. If you're athletic and you work out a lot, you will see that it will last six months instead of the year. Why do you sweat it out? Mm-hmm, your body actually starts to dilute it a little easier. And then you kind of just sort of, it just leaves your system a lot faster. Whatever you do, make sure that you do your homework. Um, you don't want to look like, you know, like you can't move your face. So right. um, now with the times you're looking at like baby Botox, you know, baby Botox means that they'll inject areas <laughs> of your face where it's so light that you could still move your eyebrows, you know, but it allows a muscle to relax. So you don't get those really strong, fine lines. If that's, it, it sounds like a rapper, baby Botox. <laughs> <laughs> Is he out there? Maybe hello, baby Botox. Are you out there? Let us know. <laughs> Sorry. I did, it's just, uh, um... Hey, it, it maybe he is. Um, um, Okay, so what what age do you think? Is there like an age that's too young to get it, you think? I started getting Botox 10 years ago. So I think in your 30s, it's okay. Mm. Because Mm. you start to notice where you do get more of that really deep Um. wrinkles you know, when you're younger, you don't know, and it's fun. Just, just enjoy your life. Have fun. You don't really need much of it. But I personally, like I said, I do my research. I'm not, I'm a, I'm a fan of different treatments, but I am, I'm upfront with doctors when they say, Oh, this is new. I'm like, no, I did this. Oh, I'm like, no, I did that. A lot of places they try to sell products, fillers, Mm. uh, like going to buy a car. Right. Be very careful. It's a very shady business. And I know it is because I've, I've been around it so many years, even so, when it wasn't trending. It's also very lucrative. Huh? It sounds mm-hmm. like sounds like so they're trying to uh, upsell you. Yeah. So it's better to go to places where they actually give you prices. You know, mm. there's places that go, oh, this is how much a unit of Botox would cost. Uh, like the, how much? How much is it? Uh, usually Botox, depending on the area or the place you go to, you're getting a unit like $9 to $14 to $16 a unit, depending on who is injecting. And mm-hmm. some doctors, FYI, your insurance may cover it. If you have TMJ, your insurance can cover that. Uh, People need to know that Botox is a muscle relaxer. It just mm-hmm. relaxes muscles, uh, right? Um, if you work out a lot, they also get it done, you know, in the traps or they get it done in the back of the neck if you have mm-hmm. discomforts or headaches. Oh, so it's also for like discomforts or pain. It's not just for vanity. That's how it started, actually. It actually started uh, for migraines. It started to be able to help people with migraines and pain, and they would inject it in the lower part of the back muscle, mm-hmm. right up underneath your skull. Yeah. That was mainly what it was for. But then they started using it for vanity. And that's why I always tell people, it's okay. It's an upkeep. It's maintenance. But it's not for everyone. You know, it's not. It's not really for everyone. It's, who, do you, uh, who do you think it's for mainly? Honestly, look, um, anyone that wants to do it, it doesn't matter who it is. You're going to do your research and there is no shame in doing it. I personally don't do it so much for wrinkles and maintenance. I do it more for my jaw and um, that's mainly my my to-go uh, area. Um, so you don't get, you said you did it for your job, but you don't get tempted being an actress in Hollywood where everybody's trying to um, uh, 
compete. Remember what? Yeah, remember when I said I'm uh, into like trying to find the fountain of youth? <laughs> yeah. Botox is not the fountain of youth, oh. so I don't get tempted <laughs> for that for for like the wrinkles and things. I that's the thing. I, I've been. It depends also on your ethnicity and how well you're taking care of your skin. Mm. I've never been so much like wrinkle on my face. I'm gonna be the type of lady that gets this little jolts that hang because I have more muscle on my face, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have done something that I recommend and I love. And a lot of doctors like, don't do it. Just do fillers. Mm, question it. I've done it twice. The fountain, this is not the fountain of youth, but it's the best thing I could recommend to, for anyone, men and women, mm-hmm. that want to look better as time passes by without looking weird. So there is a specific gadget. It's like a, it's a machine. It's called all therapy. All what? All therapy. U L T H E R Y. Like all therapy. Okay. Oh, Anyone out there, Google it. It will show you videos of what it actually does. What does that do? The Because I've heard of radio frequency. Yeah, there's so many, but this one is the king of kings. So what does it do for you? So what it does for, for you. So what it does, all therapy, if you are in the younger stage of your life, which is in your 30s. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see a lot of difference. But when you turn 40, mm-hmm. you will see that it did an upkeep because, you know, people go, oh, my God, you don't look older. You don't look this way. That's what it did for me. Isn't it sort of a, isn't it really behooves an actor to get the right thing? Because like, you know, Al Pacino with well, certain people, I'm, I'm naming names in this podcast, but but uh, certain people, when they get the work done, they don't emote as well because their face now looks like kind of stoic yeah it just <laughs> he's stiff yeah exactly <laughs> you know they just kind of look like like there's no expression we used to make this joke like uh because the stereotype about botox is that it when you when it's done badly you, you there's you can't tell yeah, someone's ex- right so we used to when i went to germany i was in the airport and we we're like doing this whole thing like German or Botox? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so German, funny. German people are so serious. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, that is so funny. That's your go to your filler and go. The, the lady that does your makeup's like, I want to look German. German. <laughs> no, nothing. Anyway, anyway, yeah. what's the advice do you have for actors? Because if they're gonna do it, because well, a lot of them call me for that, so I send them to the right people that I've known and trust. So whenever mm. they do, hey, do you know my sure call her, tell him, do this, do that. Um, and they'll, you know, they'll get you going and that's it. I just, all these years of doing and seeing different doctors, like mm-hmm. I, I've learned to just send the people to them. Mm-hmm. I don't even tell them to use my name. I always recommend if you're in your thirties, all therapy. If you're in your forties, all therapy. And you're in your fifties and sixties, maybe go get Shoot a yourself. little, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> in LA. Oh my God, you, you're going to you, get in such trouble. 50s and 60s, you need to move it along. If you're in LA, you're like, just move it along. Just, you know, <laughs> wear a big hat and call it a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> There you 
go. We're yeah. back. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Sandra was just telling us about uh, <laughs> the intricacies of Botox and people mm-hmm. and people put uh, doing their pricing and and you you'd said something about nine dollars a unit. Like how does like yes. how many units does it take there? So like, this is so per unit. For example, my jaw, my actual my right part of my jaw where I get it done, um, it needs because it's so strong of a muscle, I do 30 units. Mm. So 30 times $9. It's a lot of money. That's yeah. It's a lot of money. That's a hundred, and then, 120 bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's if you get it for $9 per unit. By the that way, ha- I, I did bad math. It's, it's 270 bucks. <laughs> yes. $270. There you go. Yeah. So for, you know, if you, if you're paying $10, it's $300. Wow. So it's not cheap. What about those exercises for your face? Because I've seen where people have a ball and they're biting it down. On, they strengthen the jaw and it makes their, apparently that, the muscles in their face get. You get the, the thing that I inject. Yes, that works. Though that muscle, that ball is good for men if they want to get a stronger, a squarer jaw. This is why yeah. my, this is why I will admit, I'd say I have a very manly jaw. My jaw, when I was 14, got stuck. I couldn't close it. My mom took me to the ER because you get oh, wow. like, yeah, you're, mm, I, might, I have a really aggressive, uh, you know, TMJ. It's pretty bad. Mm. So some fixed it. Some people don't fix it. Some people go to doctors. I just never really cared for it after that. I was like, oh, it's just this. So now I am suffering like earaches and, you know, the muscle on my right uh, jaw gets pretty bulgy if I don't take care of that, um, which is just, you know, looks. But yeah, I don't like just, how it looks. So I just get it, you know, I get Botox and it helps relieve the earache and all that stuff. Mm. But we were talking about the L therapy. The reason I did this was uh, I looked it up and I'm like, wow, that sounds like something I want. It's not injecting anything different into your face. Mm-hmm. You go in, they put a numbing cream back then. They didn't have numbing cream. They give you like, you know, a, a pill or something to relax I kid you not, I couldn't, it was so painful and it, mm. the pill didn't do anything. It hurts like someone snapping rubber bands on your face. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Um, Yikes. It took an hour and 15 of that agony. And if you're a girl, you get it. And if you've gone through cramps, you'll be fine because you could pull through it. But <laughs> yeah, now they have numbing cream and all that stuff. Long story short, you go in. They put this device in areas of your face. They zap one, two, three. I did it. And back then um, it cost around, I paid, I think, $2,200. When you say back then, like how long ago was this? 10, 15, 10, 15 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But you only, and please listen, anyone is listening, only do it every three to five years. This is not something you do every year because if you do you will lose that natural volume in your skin and in your face you don't want that Mm. some people go oh i hate it i have horror stories i'm like you did it three you know you did it twice a month i mean twice in like the the same year you're not supposed to do that wow it's a very extreme procedure that will last a long time and when you do it I look like a puffball. I was a little swollen for like five days, you know, mm-hmm. not that a lot of people could notice, but I was swollen. That's normal. Then it goes away and you're normal. You will not notice anything different. You don't notice that you got younger. You don't notice nothing. 
what this procedure does is as time passes by, six months later, you look good because you slowly start to develop natural collagen and your muscles, the actual muscles from your face will start to tighten up slowly because of what you did. What's it called again? All therapy. All therapy. Mm -hmm. So then what happens to like when you see Madonna? So what, what is that? procedure what's going on fillers. Fillers? that is that's fillers in a facelift yes you uh, do the facelift you when you pull a little too much once again a lot of celebrities have a lot of money to go to the best of the best and mm-hmm. sometimes even the best of the best will do something that the client wants and they end up looking a certain way like those well, are fillers that's a filler and when you see volume in someone it's filler. And when you see that their skin is overstretched, that's a facelift. And obviously they got other fillers or they got natural fat put in, in their face out of their uh, own. Yeah. Which is oh, so great. They, they take fat out of somebody, some part and, of okay. their bodies. Uh-huh. Huh, that's interesting. It's more expensive, but it's better because it's your own tissue and it also regenerates collagen and it's, and it lasts forever. So will Madonna's face normalize at some point? <laughs> if she wants it to, she could normalize it within a week. You could just go and inject stuff in your face that dilutes it. Because mm. mm. it like almost doesn't look like her anymore. Like it looks- I know. I saw that. Anyone that is 50 and up, I think the best thing, old school, get a little snip. Get a little, get a little snatch. I always tell people, it's like, I need a little snatch. <laughs> you know, just they call it the one hour facelift. I'm looking a lot uh, on celebrities and a lot of them are looking refreshed and not overfilled and overplumped. And I think that is the best way to go. You know, if you really want to do something, I, I suggest that you do your research, find out what it is and go to the right people. You know, just there's so many people out there that are great. And I also say my men, because I know my men want to do it too. Sometimes I have guys telling me, oh, what if this, what if I do this? What if I should put some hair? I'm like, I totally get it. You want to feel yourself again. You're, you sometimes you look in the mirror and you don't see the same person. Mm. I understand that. We all understand that. When you say that, you, are you saying that I need some work? Oh, <laughs> you don't need- <laughs> you're saying when you want to do, why are you, you looking at me? I'll tell you, <laughs> no, I don't think you need it at all. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Okay. I think overall, we, no one really needs it. It's just a personal care. It's like someone that says, who really needs makeup? Mm. we don't really yeah. need makeup yeah. it's just something that makes us feel good it's like men do you really need to have a beard no do you really need to have a goatee no but sometimes you want a goatee you want to look a certain way there's like a there's something that you like about certain styles and things so you want to add to your you know yeah that's interesting so you're saying it's because i didn't realize it's so normalized that it's like growing a beard or doing a goatee or yeah oh i think i want to do some cat eyes this month you know whatever for that's what it would be for like women you know we don't we right. can't grow a beard or anything but Not, men yeah. <laughs> you know you guys could have like your, your there's this sort of oh i want to look a little cooler and you, you yeah. do the goatee there's just little things that you add to yourself but i always tell everyone that uh, that comes and asks me because i have a few friends that are actually pretty big celebrities and they work in the business they call me all the time i'm like what are you calling me for <laughs> the other one with the big right. bucks they know that i do my research so um, I always tell everyone, whatever you do, do it for yourself, not because you want to impress someone, or you want someone to like you, because 
that is the biggest problem I think we have with with um, face fillers and BBLs. Right. You know, oh, this guy, I'm into this guy, and he loves women with big booties, and I'm going to go to right. Why are you trying to do something for someone that is not for you? It should be about you as a woman and you as a man. Mm-hmm. Do what you think is what you like, because otherwise, you're living with yourself. That person may not be there forever. And guys, I think when guys want to um, do something to get women to like, they just become rich. <laughs> then oh you my can, gosh. Then you can look like hell. Oh, that, that's very true. No, that's very true. No, I've seen that. Yeah, you're right. So when those actors get like the Al Pacino or the Renee Zellweger, get the, what happens there? Is it just, did they just do too much? Too much. Yeah. That happens. It's too much. And like I said, sometimes you could show up to a doctor and they go, no, that's too much. They go, I don't care. I don't want, I want to look a certain way. So a lot mm-hmm. of, I've asked some of the people, I go, why did you do her lips that way? Because mm-hmm. she was just, she couldn't, she didn't want to leave. And she told me she wanted him. So I gave it to her. I'm like, I know, but you're getting yourself in a bad name because there she's posting these lips that look like someone just, I don't know, yeah, punched, punched her, her in the face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you're like, yeah, because some of these people, they don't have the face for it. And you're like, wait, I didn't know she was African-American. You know, exactly. <laughs> it's like you don't exactly. have lips like a Nigerian. Exactly. And that goes to the BBLs. Here you are. You're seeing these women that you're like, wait a minute, your legs are so skinny. There's no muscles. And then you look like you have these huge, you know, booty. I'm going, where did that come from? Right. In order to have a huge booty, you need to have tight, strong, thicker legs. It's not natural. Feel to, people, for some people, every, people are starting to look black. Plastic <laughs> 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 surgery. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But you could tell right away. You know, when when you see a, a beautiful black woman that's at the gym, she has the legs to go with that booty. Right. I'm sorry. And the, and the hips. And the hips and the. Yeah. But legs. It's like I always tell people: you can't get a beautiful, sculpted booty without hitting the legs the legs are going to have to be toned and muscular as well because right. how do you get to the booty without working out the legs it's right, impossible right. Yeah. that's how you guys know right away you're like oh look at you yeah that's like <laughs> that's but i mean it's hard yeah it's hard because but but the, again even you don't want everybody everybody doesn't need to look the same way we need no. to embrace our variances like our differences you know the fact that we're so unique is kind of cool. That's what I love about women. I love that they're like, Different. I don't, I'm not, I'm one of those guys. They're like, man, do you even have a type? Oh, but you're special. You know, uh, there's some people that are, are, are men and women. And I'm saying this because I know my girls too, you know, they just like a certain type of woman. It's, we have to stop it. It once it was like first the skinny nineties looking like you're on drugs, you know, anorexic. And then there's like curvy. Then there's like this. And then it's like, who's making up these sort of body types? Like what's going on? And are you really in a a relationship? Like, are you really loving that person? If you're just trend shopping, you know what I mean? Like, like Mm -hmm. if you're just looking at them as a style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, I want this skinny heroin type. I want the goth type. Oh, I wanted this. I think that's it seems kind of like just relegating people to sort of like a look and a style. And it's kind of like, well, you're not knowing anything about their character. Exactly. Which is if you're going to date them, if you're one night stand, I get it. Just do your thing. You know, you're kind of yeah. going over your bucket list. Yeah, exactly. Now I want, you know, um, 
Oaxacan, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, and we all have a type. We know that. So you don't have an issue if your uh, your man wants to get a like a nip tuck no. or like a peck enlargement or whatever. No, well, that I would be a little weirded out because if you never had it, why are you getting something I've never seen before? Peck. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That means that you're I, I, mm. I would like a job. You mean <laughs> like a job? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. Never <laughs> no, but it's true. Like if I'm with someone, I like the person how it is. If they're going to add like, you know, let's say you're losing your hair and you want to have hair because mm. you had it, then go for it. But if you were someone that all of a sudden you I met you bald and you're bald and all of a sudden you want to have this massive hair. It's like you. Who are you like or just what I'm saying? Just don't change mm. who you are. I fell in love or was attracted to who I saw. Now you're going to come here and have fake pecs and fake calves. Who are you? This is, yeah. that's not who I I'm attracted to. I'm attracted to the person I met right. and upkeep is very different than changing who you were and what you looked like. Now right. you're a different person. That's different. Changing something saying oh, now I'm going to be, you know, now I'm going to be, my nose is going to look like Michael Jackson. Well, then you're not who you are. Now you right. look like Michael Jackson. Well, Michael Jackson after a while didn't look like Michael Jackson. Exactly. Now that's exactly that's exactly my point. Like first, you know, when he was in uh, the beat it stage, and then now it's like two different, three, four different. He went through oh. like four different people. Yeah. See, that's the thing about uh, this. What do they say? Plastic surgery or getting work done is that if, if someone's doing it out of love, and I know it's hard. It sounds counterintuitive, but mm-hmm. it makes more sense. But when someone's doing it to try to run away from a part of themselves that they hate yeah it feels a little yeah it's like drugs that that applies to drugs and uh, abuse a lot of people that i've known that have gone through alcoholism and drugs it's not because of the love of the taste of it or how they felt it is to numb something that they've gone through so you could never heal something unless you heal what is the underlining that's why there's so many people that go back right. and go back it's like you cannot you have to heal what got you into it and mm-hmm. kept you in it but in order for be out of it and it's the same thing in order it, yeah. to the same thing with the, you know the surgery if you're running away from it that's why there's people that get 70 surgeries and they're all changing mm-hmm. most of them and even those doctors says this person has an underlining issue you know she has to take care of that and this yeah. is why she does what she does it's it's something that's totally different that's um running away i feel the same way about drugs too like that's why i only sell it <laughs> 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 okay now i know where to go <laughs> the day i feel miserable i'll come to yeah. you <laughs> i'm like look there's a lot of people out there that hate themselves and do you know supply and demand but <laughs> <laughs> i digress <laughs> no but i think my, amongst my group i would say that yeah. i think that confidence is an aphrodisiac yeah. i think like certain women um when they just embrace whatever they are or whoever mm-hmm. they are. I mean, in a way, I kind of like the novellas because of that. It, it, I know it's acting. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's like a strip club. They, they don't like you. <laughs> 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 no, I know it's pretending, but I guess I like the the sense of embodying who you are. And especially women with curves, because most of them supermodels don't have curves. And, they, and that's the standard of beauty that's projected. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of cool when people can 
the one thing about the did you say bbls and stuff yeah, like that is exactly. that then everyone starts having the same butt or the same eyes or the same and it's kind of cool when people are just look like themselves yeah. and they like mm-hmm. and then they, because the looks part is just the initial i wouldn't say that it's not important to some people or to look but it's the it's more like a, a trailer mm-hmm. to the but then if the trailer is good but then the movie sucks then what's the point exactly yeah, then you're like, you just oh. got the one-nighter and that's it it's like damn everything was, everything was in the trailer uh-huh. i didn't need to see the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. that's perfectly said yeah some some women you know um when you say about being that uh, just sure of yourself it's more important yeah. than anything because i've noticed that a lot of women you know they they see their boyfriends or their ex or their husbands or their girlfriends watching porn this is one of the biggest things this is how it all started. I have a feeling because once they started uh, doing documentaries, it's like women in porn, the big eyelashes, the makeup, the over big lips, the over big boobs, the over big booty, you know, mm-hmm. um, they see that their boyfriend is watching that kind of stuff their, or, or their husband. And they feel like they need to look like these women in porn mm. to please a man. At the end of the day, they turn into these lookalikes and the man is still watching porn. So they yeah. think it's a, it's, it's, it's a different problem on its own. So I think that we as women and men, we have to sort of really look at this stuff. Like it's not about looking at that specific thing and then turning into that to get your man or mm-hmm. girlfriend to like you. It's, it's something deeper than that. So I think when that starts to affect you and go, Oh, I want to look like something that my, right. or he's into it. Now you're molding yourself into this whole nother person right. to please something that is not for you. That's what I always tell my guy friends. I'm like, dude, it's okay. If you're freaky, be freaky. Find a girl that's freaky because there's always going to be someone just like you. Just right. don't try to make someone like you or, or try to make someone feel bad for not being how you are. Yes. You know, well, do would I want to have beautiful, luscious lips? Like, I don't know, like Beyonce. Yes, but they don't fit my face. I'm not going right, to go and get right. some because I know I'm going to look funny. I don't, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I love certain hairstyles and I love certain bodies that are go phenomenal, but I don't want to spend the money. And not everybody has it. This is why a lot of people that do fillers and are nurses, I have talked to them and I said, look, I get it. It's expensive and you guys raise your prices, but you need to start doing something for the everyday woman. What about the mom, the teacher, the doctor, the nurse, the mm-hmm. lady that doesn't have, you know, celebrity money? I was going to ask that because these these things sound so expensive. I was watching the I was watching one of it is it Tom Cruise allegedly spent <laughs> $245,000 and wow. uh, his surgeries cost that much. And I was like, Jesus, like yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. He's an action star and he's trying mm-hmm. to keep that youthful appearance, but if you're just a truck driver because some people I know that they got it because they're, you know, as you get older, your eyes, the flap mm-hmm. over your eyes starts blocking your vision. And My mom did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those things I, I'm like, well, this person's not trying to be in a movie. They just want to be able to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> see their kids, you know, yeah, whatever. It see is. their kids and, and just fix whatever. And that's yeah. where I believe that some doctors are phenomenal. And some oh, are they, not. They adjust to the prices. Yeah, the they regular. adjust to their prices. I mean, I found a place, you know, I was looking around. There's so like I said, there's celebrity doctors that they won't budge. And I think it's pretty sad because yeah. it's like you're charging ten thousand dollars for a little one hour facelift. That's ridiculous. To all my girls out there, to all my men out there that 
you know, really want just to look different and feel refreshed. My biggest thing is all therapy. Mm-hmm. Because if you're paying the $2,300 or $2,400, that's it. You don't do it again until four years later. Mm. Fillers, you will have to do it every six months. The, you know, like a lot of people are actors and whatever, socialites and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I am sort of biased. I don't feel like, but that's my own. Old yeah, of like, I don't feel like men should be doing it really. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like you just look like a plumber you know <laughs> oh i love it yeah i but, get uh, it but uh what do you think about because at a certain point like i want you want your grandparent to look like a grandparent you know like it's like like there's nothing wrong with that like, you know it's funny that you said that because my niece made fun of me and she goes oh our tia tia in spanish obviously aunt She's never going to look like we expect her to look because I look younger than anyone in my family members. Yeah. And I'm the oldest of all of them. So they make fun of me. And even my brother's like, how old are you? I don't even know how old you are. And, you know, I tell him like, and you never will because I'm after the fountain of youth, which I have to say something. Mm. I have found the fountain of youth. A few friends of mine that have a lot of money do it. They Mm. go to uh, Panama and they do it. Uh, there's these chambers, I guess, uh, that you go in and it's like oxygen chambers. They are mm. phenomenal. Joe Rogan, different people do it. Uh, yeah. I guess Michael Jackson used to sleep in it. Those are phenomenal. They're great. But I, they don't do this in the U.S. And I'm going to be very, very like honest. They don't do this in the U.S. They'll do it in Mexico. They do it in France. They do it in Germany. They do it in Switzerland, everywhere else. But here, Why? they do take your... Um, that's the question that I always ask. I found a place in Mexico. Uh, you go there, they take your own fat, any part of your body where they think the fat is the richest part of your body that has mm-hmm. more fat. They'll take a bit of that. They will put it in a machine and they get stem cells out of it, your own stem cells. Mm-hmm. These stem cells that they have, there's so many. Um, and for like $3,000, you go, they do it, they take it out and it's a process. You have to be there for at least for five days, I've been told. They take it out and then they will inject these stem cells but not in your face. You know, PRP is when they do little needles on your face and they put it, they Mm -hmm. actually put it in an IV, ultravenously. Mm -hmm. So by doing that, your liver, your kidney, your brain, your cells Mm -hmm. regenerate. Okay. You're regenerating from the inside out, from arthritis to everything you could possibly imagine. Your skin. Okay. Now, they only do that in the U.S., directly into your joints. So there's a sports doctor that I had issue with my niece for, you know, being doing aerobics and all that stuff. They said, Oh yeah, we can do that. We'll take the fat out and then we'll spin it. And then we'll inject the, um, your knees with stem cells, but yeah. on, they only do it directly into your joints. They will never do, um, oh, okay. IV. I get it. Cause if you but, do that, you, you, if people are able to have healthier lungs and liver and all that stuff, then you don't really need to go to the doctors much. And then cha-ching uh-huh. money so, loss <laughs> yeah yeah i'm glad you said it before i did i think that's that's one of the biggest uh, reasons that they don't do it because everywhere else they do so it slows yeah. down aging. a lot of the aging which is i presume that that's going to happen as we get better like mm-hmm. we're living longer than our ancestors and stuff like that sure. and we actually you look at those old pictures and you're like man that's high school <laughs> i know like, i damn. know they look dirty i was like yeah, what yeah, they were aging like dogs. Yeah. But um, 
I have a question. I, well, I, I have one more question for you. Sure. And that is, uh, what are you, what do you what are some of the things though that you're aware of that people can do naturally? Say they they don't want to do any of that stuff. They want to do like, or or maybe they're younger and they just want to just cut it off at the path before it gets to. You know, because you hear about the olive oil. So no injectants, none of yeah. stuff. Oh, the olive oil. I think the moisturizers, drink more yeah. water, sleep more. What are some of the things? Um, one, I don't, I'm just <laughs> going to tell you from what I know and what oh, I've yeah. done. Yeah. I don't drink water. I'm not, okay. the, I don't get a glass of water. I think I have an actual glass of water once a week. Yeah. I drink a lot of soda waters, energy drinks. I go work out. I sweat. Mm. And I'm not very, people go, oh, but you that's just right. me. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I think overall is make your own concoctions. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, I've learned to do that. For example, there's very expensive creams. Look at the ingredients in the back. When you see the ingredients, look at what they are, buy all those ingredients separately mm. on line, which I've done. Then I get those delivered. I get the, all the ingredients that I get have to be, you know, obviously from a reputable company, you'll see them online and they have to be fresh. I mix them together mm. with my own stuff and I make my own cream and it costs mm. me less than a hundred dollars. I think also your genes are going to matter. Right. You can't, they always, they never talk about that. Genetics. How does your parents look? How does your mom look? That also yeah. takes, that's one of the major things and components that no one talks about. Yes. J-Lo looks fantastic. I always tell people, J-Lo looks fantastic. She has one, someone that does her facials. Two, she has a trainer. Two, a dietitian. Four, right. you know, cooks. Clean. We don't have that luxury. When you see a product, mm. look at the back and just make it yourself. Say well anyway, thank you for by the way giving us all this information and all this um knowledge and mm -hmm. for sharing and being so candid about Botox. <laughs> and any last words? So I think my only advice is whatever you do, it doesn't matter if it's cosmetic or not. Anything you do, do it for yourself, not because you want to be someone different or because you saw someone else do it. It's, mm. I think it applies to anything in this life, right? Right. We do that all the time. Oh, I want this because this person. No. No. Yeah. How do you like it? How do you like your makeup? How do you like your eyebrows? Don't do it because somebody else did it. Mm. You know, and I think that's where we, that's the, the bad part that why people make so much money in makeup, in surgery, in anything in this life. Yeah. They try to make you think that you need something that you don't. Yes. That's all, all of advertising, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the, the only one that's yeah. not good enough. Without exactly. It. And you're the only one that knows what you need at the end of the day. And if you like it, do it. If you want to be thinner, do it. And if you want to embrace not being thin and you love how you, you know, being curvy, then embrace it. But it's for you. It's, it's not no one else's. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, Sandra. I like it too. Sandra Elowani. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And then I'm going to have a picture of you so people can see that you, you know, mm -hmm. how you, like you know, they could see how like you, because we're talking about all this. Oh, true. The cosmetic stuff. And yeah. then you could see like, no, she looks normal. It's not, it's not, you know, like I'm going to, I'm going to put up a picture of Madonna. <laughs> and put say a picture of Madonna going like this. <laughs> With your lips up. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And thank you so much for sharing and talking about getting work done i like that yeah 
getting work done and next time lifts you know all therapy all that stuff all therapy yep all therapy thank you so much and Um, stop drop and roll we're out (laughs) bye bye